0: Welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics, the production of America's Talking Network. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts at americastalking.com. Support Everyday Economics. Please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording today's episode on Friday, January 12th, and joining me as always, my friend and partner, Dr. Orfei Divangui, PhD economist. Dr. O, of course, you no longer live in the city of Chicago, and I believe that you're one of those folks that counts themselves lucky to be able to say that. Chicago is a terrific place, I mean, from the standpoint
1: of architecture and history. The arts and museum. I, I love well, the arts yeah. and museum. You know? Yeah, I mean, you can keep
0: going. There's all beautiful. kinds of things that you can and be And the lake of.
1: there, yeah, it's
0: just awesome. What you can see and what you can taste and what you can touch is aside from bullets, of course, is pretty darn good. That's right. Underlying, economically, not so much. So you're working on a piece that's, that's going to come out in the next uh, edition of uh, Cranes, where you're a columnist, Chicago, Cranes Chicago Business. So just some data points to get us going. I'm like, really, what's going on inside of Chicago? And you shared these with me. From November 2022 to November 2023, employment in the city of Chicago only grew by 0.8%, whereas the rest of the country, it grew 1.8%. So it grew at less than half the pace of the rest of the country. And the U.S. unemployment rate has remained fairly constant at 3.7% in the second half of 2023. And as we get into 2024, we'll get new numbers for January and February, of course. But Chicagoland's unemployment rate, Rose to 4.7% in November, and that was up from 3.9% in June. So there's something underlying going on inside the city of Chicago
1: from an employment standpoint. Uh, and so, what's the grip? That's right. It covers the metro, the metropolitan area, the greater Sh- Chicagoland, right? Um, and it's kind of frightening how fast Chicagoland is slowing in terms of its labor market. And you, you're right. You mentioned it. Not only the unemployment is rising, it's not rising because you have a bigger increase in labor, in the labor force and people looking for jobs. You literally have a cooling. I mean, you have very steep decline in labor demand. And I know that because I looked at annual nominal wage growth. You know, in the US, nominal wage growth is in the last month was 4.1% in November, because that's what we can compare to. In Illinois, it was a sluggish 0.4%, basically flat, right? Uh, Lower than the rate of inflation. And for Chicago, the Chicago metro area, it it had actually fallen. It fell over the past year by 1.97%. So you see wage growth still positive across the country, right? Positive growing faster than the rate of inflation. Wage growth Flat 0.4% for the state of Illinois, slower than the rest of the country, lower than the rate of inflation. And in the Chicago metro, wages are actually falling, falling over the past year by almost 2%. And that to me is a sign of trouble. You have a labor market in the Chicago market that has slowed tremendously, you know, and you're now starting to see that basically you could have a contraction, you know, wage, wage growth has slowed, wage growth is not just slowed, it's fallen, you have, and yes, you know, some, some positive stats, in November, Chicago just recovered all of the jobs lost during the pandemic, right, so we're back to, we're back to where we were at the start of the pandemic, but, you know, again, much slower than the rest of the country, right, so if you, If you look at pre-pandemic job growth, uh, we should be about 200,000 jobs higher than we are right now had the pandemic not not even taken place. The rest of the country has done much better. Uh, Chicago remains very sluggish. And so I guess the big question is why? Why is Chicago lagging so much? Why is the labor market cooling so fast in the Chicago area? And, And I don't really have the answers to that. Except I have to say that even if the Fed were to cut interest rates, right, the Chicago economy is at risk of contracting. Could be one of those economies that cannot sidestep a recession. Uh, you know, especially especially if the Fed doesn't cut uh, sooner rather than later. And again, th- there are major headwinds across the country, but the headwinds are probably stronger for Chicago. And one of those headwinds I, I want to add is probably. The uh, rising number of commercial real estate properties that are teetering on the on the edge, right on the brink of default, I think that's going to pose a significant threat nationwide, but especially for Chicago because Chicago happens to have one of the most significant shortfalls in office and retail occupancy rates. Yeah, we haven't talked to, we haven't talked about that
0: recently. I have. I mean, just to be you know completely straightforward with you. I have not been in the city since um, just before Christmas. So I'd say almost maybe a month ago. But, you know, I do spend a fair amount of time in the city of Chicago and it's just not the same. You know, years ago, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic on the Illinois In Focus podcast, which is also available here at America's Talking Network, when I I was on that program with Dan McCaleb, I mean, I had warned, you know, I mean, I said, look, I said, you know, these mitigations, these decisions that are being made about the, in-person work and, and, you know, kids going to school and things like that, and businesses being shuttered and mandated closed And I just, I said that just this simply, because I'm not an economist and I don't pretend to be an economist. And I mean, I love the fact that I get to ask you questions, you know, frankly, that are kind of dumb, dumb questions from an average person. But I said this, I said, it's not like a switch. It's not like a light switch. You cannot flip the economy off and turn the economy back on. And I think that, that, Not only are businesses gone in the city of Chicago that aren't coming back, but the ritualistic approach that we've had to work and work in person, I think that's also gone and maybe gone for good. And cities like Chicago that rely on corporate headquarters, you know, where larger groups of people come together to, to, in theory, to do work together, I think it's really, really, really going to suffer more so than maybe some other markets because there is so much consolidation of that kind of office space usage in the city of Chicago and I just don't see that coming back. I don't think there's a tremendous amount of appeal among businesses, you know, in putting offices into Chicago right now because they don't want to deal with what's going on in the city. They don't want to deal with the crime. They don't want to deal with the migrant crisis that the city's had. I mean, we've had 32,000 people come here since August of 2022. And, you know, it is just not the environment. I started by saying it is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. And that is a fact. That is an absolute fact. But it's just been so disastrously operated and disastrously operated to a greater degree through the Lori Lightfoot era and now in the Brandon Johnson era. It's just not appealing. If you owned a publicly traded company and, or even if you owned a startup, and even if they seeded you to start in Chicago, I think you'd fight every urge to do that, to actually bring something to the city of Chicago for all of the reasons that I've just laid out.
1: Well, I mean, and you know better than me because you live in the area and you've probably seen a lot of these corporate giants leaving the city of Chicago and relocating out of state, taking a lot of the, some of their workers with them, but just not there anymore, leaving these buildings empty or half empty. And of course, right, the value the value of these properties has fallen tremendously. A lot of these commercial real estate properties are sitting around on a negative equity, and there's not a lot of buyers out there for for these properties. And that I think that's the scary part. And then of course, of, in March of this year, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have on the primary election ballot, right, this uh, new real estate transfer tax. That real estate transfer tax is going to change the structure of the real estate tax, right? Transfer tax. But at the same time, it will uh, basically, it's a tax hike, right? It's going to be a tax hike on commercial and industrial pro- expensive property, which is, you know, it's not just mentions. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice if it was just mentions, but it's not just mentions. It's also commercial and industrial property that tend to be a little bit more on the expensive end, right? So that could actually uh, prevent. The flow of buyers to some of this distressed commercial sector in the Chicago area. Uh, of course, supporters of the tax increase are saying that th- this is going to help the city combat homelessness. But ultimately, you know, if you look at uh, office occupancy rates and the dis- disproportionately high distress in commercial property loan in Chicago, uh, the heightened tax burden could further depress property valuations. And elevate the risk of delinquency and default. And so you, you know, the jury is still out on this one, but it's risky business, in my opinion. I think going forward in a, in an environment where the economy is slowing so fast, it's important for policy and uh, policy leaders in the, in the city and across the, the region to be a little bit more careful about the types of uh, policy proposals they're putting out there. I think it's well said.
0: We'll call it good right there. 4 FAD Bungie, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other
1: quality podcasts at americastalking.com.